When Jesus says, I have come for division, not for peace, he's not giving up on love and forgiveness, and he's certainly not advocating holy wars. He's telling us that very often what we call peace is not peace at all. Very often what we call peace is just a cover-up, a lie we tell ourselves. True peace is only accomplished through conversion into a true relationship with God, and that means something within us, something within us must change. Remember, conversion is a lifelong process. It says, it's been said that we are created in the image and likeness of God, and that is indeed true, but we move throughout life to be more and more from God's image into his likeness. That's the process of conversion, to constantly turn towards the Lord, allow him to shape us, mold us, frame us to be more like him. So when Jesus speaks so graphically about five against two and two against three, the in-laws against the outlaws and so forth and so on, he's not urging us to go out and stir up new troubles or start new battles. He's urging us to face up to the old ones, the old conflicts, the old sinfulness that already exists inside us and in our relations with others. He's urging us to deal with those inner conflicts and not to hide from them or cover them up anymore. He's telling us that we cannot run away from conflict and that the first conflict that we must address is within ourselves. If our friendships and marriages, our families and communities are to live up to our high hopes and if our life's work is to be worthy of us, then we have to set, allow the Lord to set us on fire. Allow the Lord to set us on fire with internal courage. With that holy fire strengthening our hearts, there's no part of ourselves that we cannot confront. No sin in us that we cannot face. No failure in us that we cannot deal with. Sometimes when we try to speak the truth to others, we do it, but we do it with a heart of war rather than a heart of peace. And that's because we haven't made the necessary change in ourselves first. When it comes to addressing conflict or a crisis, you basically have two options. You can have a heart of peace or you can have a heart of war. To have a heart of war is to see the other person who needs help as inferior. You know, I have the answers and they don't. I'm right and I'm going to convince them that I'm right. In other words, I'm right and you're wrong sort of thing. When we approach situations and people like that, we're seeing the other person as an object to be corrected or fixed rather than a human being. And that's a sure way to perpetuate conflict. The heart of war suppresses our sense of compassion and urge to truly help in the way that the person needs help. It's the kind of mindset that creates and perpetuates hate, conflict, and war. The better option is to have a heart of peace and listen to your sense of compassion, to see those around you as human beings. This is what a heart of peace looks like. You choose compassion and treat others as daughters and sons of God. 
as human beings, burdened by their own fears and desires, their own anxiety, their own loneliness and pain, just like you. The one thing that all of us have in common as humans is that we are all sinners. We are all imperfect, and to some degree, we are all broken. A heart of peace speaks from this commonplace of brokenness, centered then in the peace of God. With the Holy Spirit strengthening us, as Jesus said in the gospel, setting us on fire, there's no person to whom we cannot speak the whole truth out of love because now we speak it in love from a heart of peace. With God's help then, we can give the truth as a gift and not use it as a weapon. Yes, you can weaponize the truth. And then the truth doesn't help because you're approaching it from a heart of war rather than a heart of peace. And you know from experience, you will not be heard. As we learn to speak the truth in love, first inside of us and then outside, and as we accept the challenge first of changing ourselves to make sure we are centered in peace and then perhaps helping others to change, the peace that God desires for us will slowly come to be. Now, this is not easy. It's easy to write these words and say these words. This is not an easy thing to do. We all know that, myself included. And sometimes it's frightening because it does involve conflict. Most of the time, interior conflict, acknowledging our own brokenness, our own sinfulness, our own mistakes, our own times where we're out of perspective, where we're not seeing things as God sees them. And we have to ask ourselves the difficult questions. Those questions are, do we lie to ourselves and cover up our faults, our own sinfulness? Are we truly honest with ourselves? Are we completely honest in our dealings with others? This kind of honesty is the call to conversion, the call to change, which inevitably causes some conflict. But that kind of honesty within is the hard road to peace and the only road to peace. So to have this heart of peace, we must first be at peace with ourselves, our sinfulness, our brokenness, our pain. Peace depends most fully not on the peace that we seek without or the wars we wage without, but on the peace that we establish with God within. Our parish mission is designed to help you with that. August 19th and 20th. That's this coming Friday and Saturday. Friday it starts at 6 p.m. Then we reconvene on Saturday morning. The mission is called the 99. I encourage you to sign up today. Here's a brief video about that. Every Sunday, People from many different backgrounds and experiences, environments, gather together to celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass. And when we all come together, we all recite this prayer that shows the one thing we have in common. And it is this, that you and I were sinners. We recite this prayer, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. We acknowledge this reality, this truth, this fundamental truth, that we are all broken, we're all imperfect. 
Not one of us has our stuff together. The church is not a museum for saints. The church, in reality, is a hospital for sinners. But this reality isn't known by everyone. I was hanging out with a friend one day, and we were driving, and this friend of mine grew up Catholic, but had left the church, stopped going to Mass, was now selling drugs, using drugs, in and out of many different broken relationships. And so I just asked him, I said, why don't you just come back to Mass? And he said, you know how I'm living my life. You know I can't come to Mass. I'd be a hypocrite if I showed up. I don't belong there. You know what I'm doing. And I asked him this question. I said, when you get home from work, you're dirty, you're about to go on a date, you want to get cleaned up, freshened up a bit, so you go, do you go in the bathroom and try to scrub the dirt off your body yourself and then jump in the shower, or do you just go in the shower as you are, dirty and all, and let the shower clean you up over time? And he said, clearly I let the shower clean me up over time, and I said, that's exactly what Jesus Christ wants to do for you. He wants you to come to church, come to Mass with the rest of us who are broken and perfect and sinful so that together we can allow Jesus Christ the opportunity to do that which only He can do. And that is that He can transform us from being sinners into His saints. I don't know about you, but I want to make that transformation in myself. Don't you? We want to help you on your journey from sinner to saint, to come to grips with your inner conflict and develop for yourself this heart of peace rooted in Jesus Christ. That's Father Josh Johnson. He'll be with us by the magic of video, along with some other presenters. We won't just be sitting around and watching videos the whole time. There'll be a lot of powerful prayer, interaction, and yes, these wonderful guest speakers by video. I encourage you to join us for the 99. That's our parish mission, which starts 6 p.m. Friday, August 19th. Please register today. If you need some help registering, first of all, you can register yourself very simply by going to stmary.life, scrolling down on the homepage, you'll see that image for the 99. Click on that and you can register there. If you're here with us today and you need some help registering, Julianne and Julia, those are two different people, one brunette and one blonde, will be happy to help you sign up right after Mass at our information station, the 99. I hope to see you there.